Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans and uh, with me in a very literary Stop Hammer Time this week is uh, my friend, colleague and poet, Jim Grant. Good evening. Also, uh, we're very excited uh, because uh, the book that I think we were talking about but hadn't come out yet with uh, this particular guest one. I'm creating a, a, a sense of suspense. By, Doing very well. By, thank yeah. you. I'm, by, I'm, by I'm holding suspense. back his name. Yeah. Don't, don't start talking before we know who so you are. Don't blow, blow the the book was on its way, and we were discussing it uh, uh, on its way up. And now it's out. Yeah. It's out there. Um, it's been dropped, as, as people in the music Is industry... Is that the technical, it's dropped, technical term? It's dropped. He's dropped his book. He's dropped his book, which <laughs> used to happen to children with yes. glasses at school, and yeah. they would be bullied. <laughs> <laughs> his book has dropped. His book has dropped. Uh, he is the he is an author. He is uh, the author of four uh, books about West Ham. Jim, an irrational hatred of loot. Have you read it? Uh, yes, I've I have read, read that it. one. Read yep. it. West Ham till I die. Have you read it? No, I've read it. And <laughs> the legacy of Barry Green. Jim, have you read it? I've read it. And uh, the new one, which Jim, you have a poem in. Yes, you that's right. And I have read it. I have read the, You've read the irrational whole hatred not of just, everything. Not just your poem. No, no, not just... No, no. Not the just whole thing. Book. It is an irrational hatred of everything, and it is the author, Rob Banks. Good evening. Happy to be here. Happy, happy for you to be... I'm happy for you to be here. We'll talk a bit about that book later. Also joining us, it is author, broadcaster, Jim, raconteur... It's been a long time since he's been here. It's Jeremy Nicholas. Hello, how are you? I'm very well. Good. Jeremy, of course, was a stadium announcer at one of the two best stadiums West Ham has been in, 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 in their whole 116-year <laughs> career. It was 112 last two years ago. 120 in total. Uh, 112 in the bowling. Uh, yeah, yeah, so... In that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Jeremy, you were stadium announcer at uh, at Upton Park. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I'd forgotten that. Yes, good yeah. Joe. You, you, <laughs> you did it for. Well, just to refresh your memory. Yeah, you did it for a, a long spell. I did for. And you took a b- spell off, and then you did it again for a shorter spell. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. I did it for a, about ten seasons. Then I got sacked, and then I had a massive fans campaign to get me back. Yes, and then yes. I came back, and then I resigned. Jim and I led that campaign together. Yeah, well, yeah, did we you the leaders of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you've got all the t-shirts. We had a march, because t- everyone, yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah, everyone has marches now. Everyone has marches now. I don't yeah. think we have enough marches. No, 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 absolutely. That's how you get things done, isn't it? Marches. Marches, marching. constant constant marching is, is how you get things done. Um, so, we haven't done one of these for a while, so we've got 
sort of two games of football to discuss. We have the uh, Tottenham Hotspur fixture at the weekend. And uh, Jim, you went to the Brighton game. I did go to the Brighton, Brighton game, yes. And, uh, so we'll have a brief review from you yes, of that game, a brief can, discussion of I it. Can, and uh, then we'll it. look forward to the next game against Leicester. Um, yes, to which I am going. You're going to that? I am. Excellent. Uh, I can't go to that. Um, nor am I allowed to go to that. Because you've given the ticket to someone else, presumably. <laughs> Who's going? Dave Goodyear? My, Dave my, Goodyear? My, oh, he might well. Yes. He lives but, in... Uh, uh, Sally, my daughter, is erstwhile sulky teen, but she's, she's mid, uh, mid-twenties now. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's four uh, kids she's, now. She's going, right. unusually. Yeah. Turning out. That is unusual. Yeah. Um, in, in what is a literary uh, stop hammer time, it's... Uh, it's quite a coincidence because, uh, as, as you know, as a season ticket holder of the club, West Ham United, I get uh, emails arriving in my inbox on a Monday morning, often from, from the board or from Mark Noble, the captain, or from certain personalities within the team. And um, given the literary bent of this particular podcast, this, this is uh, very apropos. Um, it goes, uh, <clears throat> uh, dear Philip, it's very, normally you call me Phil, don't they? Yeah. It was in a most sanguine mood that we convened to rehearse our forthcoming contest with Leicester City and Mr. Charles Dickens's greatest creation, pickpocket, dogfight organiser and carrier of typhoid, James Vardy, Leicester's <laughs> foremost Wilfred Bramble. Signor Pellegrini arrived, unzipped his wet suit, revealing himself to be in full evening dress, and after a brief conversation in Spanish with Mr. Balbuena concerning women's thighs, we embarked on a frank discussion of Saturday's contest against Tottenham Hotspur. Mr. Arnautovich, nude as was customary, declared himself entirely at fault for the defeat and demanded we wrap him in brown paper and post him to Dignitas. A lively debate followed as to who was responsible for the defeat. Mr. Hernandez took no part and pretended to be asleep. It is with some amusement that I recall how, by the time this forthright exchange was finished, Mr. Masuaku's spittoon was full to overflowing. (laughs) Grave news has reached us from the apothecary concerning Mr. Yarmolenko. Of his two legs... The one to have been afflicted by a mortal injury is the one he uses rather less than the one which could, with scant material difference, be replaced by a shooting stick. One hope remains, the reanimated ankle from the corpse of a disinterred murderer, a technique which extended the playing career of John Terry by a decade, although that was his brain. (laughs) It was now Mr Noble's turn to address the assembled throng employing only the words family, proud and badge. In various combinations, he spoke for six hours. Philippe Anderson, whose English is lacking, began scouring the ground for a family of badgers. To our surprise, an imp or similar mythological being from folklore arrived, carried aloft by strippers, painted gold. You cunts, he bellowed. Last night I was visited by three ghosts. Well, one ghost. Well, David Gold came round. We bleed claret and blue. You let the fans down. I hope you die, you cunts. Then, after briefly checking Twitter, he bellowed, Unlucky lads, close run thing, before placing a gold ring on his finger and vanishing. Sadly, I must curtail this missive as Mr Mourinho is gazing at me wistfully over a hedge through a pair of high-powered binoculars. Also, local children have begun climbing me and a loving couple are carving their initials in my thigh. I remain your obedient servant, Issa Diop. Tally-ho, you implements! 
That's what he used that's to do. That's remarkable. He speaks very, very, grasp of English. Yeah, he's, he's very, very, incredible. he speaks English very well. Well, they pick it up so quickly, don't they? Oh, but right, right, right. A lot of the continental footballers pick up English they do. very much. Like they use uh, Jane Austen novels, presumably. They, he, 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 Issa Diop is a huge fan of 19th century fiction. Yes, he's, yes, he loves it. He's halfway through Middlemarch. <laughs> March, another and, March, and he intends to oh, eat yes. the rest. I think Mid- <laughs> Middle March was cancelled, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it was. We don't have enough um, marches. Yes, no, 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 we don't. Um, so, Jeremy, Jeremy, uh, do you do you do you still go? Do you still go to no. games? Don't go to don't go to games. No, I don't go to games. No, no. You've uh, you've exorcised the West Ham demon. So what? Yeah. So I felt I felt like when I resigned as the announcer, I didn't go for a, I thought I won't go for a year and then I'll go back. Yeah. Um, you know, let it all die down. And then um, I felt like I'd kind of gone through the cold turkey. I'd mm-hmm. given up the heroin and it would just be madness to have a little bit more now. Mm-hmm. So I just decided to stay off it. And I just love watching it on the telly now. And I don't like the new ground. I have been, mm-hmm. but I don't like it. Don't like it. So um, like it. I quite like the memories of the bowling ground where I got married. And yeah. Where I was the only voice. Yes, that yes. was the only voice, wasn't it? I don't think there were any other stadium announcers in the whole time. No, as far as no, I remember, I don't so think there was no, any. You're the, you're the one that uh, you're the one that we all remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in fact, that, I, I hear all announcements made with the filter of what would it be like if Jem said it? Yeah, yeah. what would this be like if Jem said it? Oh, yeah, I, I, I think to myself, that's what I think as well. So, um, so the Spurs game at the weekend, uh, three of us went. Jem, you didn't go. No, um, but I watched it on the telly, it on the and telly. it's just like being there. You get a better view. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all. The only thing going. is, my wife keeps standing up in front of me. Right, and I yes. say, "You sit down," because I can't see. That's yeah, quite annoying when yeah, she does that. Yeah. Does she do that just to make you, just give you a... Just to a give me the, the flavour. The Olympic Stadium yeah, experience. Yeah, she you hurl abuse at her and call her a tourist. Yeah. yeah. It's like a kind of role play yeah. for you, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say you shouldn't be in this area. You yes. Know, you're South African. Yeah. What, you can't, you know, there needs to be better segregation in our lounge. Sorry, you wanted to say something <laughs> serious about the game. So We, we um, were good, weren't we? But we didn't win. Yes, we were good, but we didn't win. I didn't think it was a very good game. Um, no. I, I, it was a disappointment on the entertainment front, wasn't it? And... Um, yeah, it was one of those tight games. Could have gone either way. Yes, it's a shame because 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 it was uh, perhaps not the best Tottenham Hotspur team. It felt that, that we we sort of had a chance to kind of win that. We were in it all the time. In a way, we were pressing for the equaliser at the end of it rather than having yeah. sort of caved in and um, just their goalie, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, mm. yes, absolutely. He yeah, he had a good game. Um, Yes, it was a it was um, it was a shame because it, you know there are times when you play Spurs when they are very strong and you know when we clawed our way sort of back into that game was it last season when we we pulled two back yeah we were three 0 down came back and, we pulled yeah, two back two, two and uh, the league and, game where yeah, they yeah. were two up and we won three two uh, the yeah. league cup yeah yeah so we yeah. have a kind of uh, yes yeah, sorry league cup game yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, yes, this wasn't to be. But uh, but there was possibly not a better time to play them because they didn't look any great shakes, really, did they? Um, no, they no. They, season, they, they're they, sort of clawing, yeah, clawing out uh, results, keeping keeping yeah, in yeah, there somehow, I mean, but not not playing how they thought. You would Winks have, impressed yeah. for them. I had, good, yeah. First time I'd really had sort of seen him. Kane was quiet. Um, yeah, well, we kept very quiet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that central. Um, mm. You know, I know we, we've 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 lost the last two games, but but on the whole, we have tightened up a lot at the back in recent uh, games. And uh, you know, Diop um, and and Balbuena are both looking 
pretty solid there, yeah, really, I yeah. think. Um, um, you know, I mean, but sort of folding the Brighton game into talking mm. of, of sort of both games, it was... It, the Brighton game had a good performance in the second half and it felt like we were sort of battering them and were unlucky not to get something out of it. So in a way, that's two games we've lost sort of nil one. Uh, but, you know, it was failure to score more than, you know, being at fault for the single I think, goal. Yeah, I mean, I games. think the things that they... It was a different, different in the sense that at Brighton in the first half, we really didn't turn up. Um, and it it was poor, and they smashed and grabbed the goal, and then sat on it. It was a bit like we were the we played a bit like you know the home team in a funny sort mm, of way. Mm. Um, and we, yeah, we 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 were we were dominant in the second half, and we carved out to you know enough chances. Uh, they've been stuck away to have won it. But having said that, I think that we do have a problem breaking down teams that. Um, that sit back against us at the moment, and I, you know, hopefully Lanzini coming back might might do something in that respect. Yeah. I think the thing that the two games had in common was um, were were um, a poor performance from from big name signings. Y- Yarmolenko stank the place out; oh, right. he was terrible. Yeah. Brighton, and yeah. uh, Anderson had a shocking game, I thought. On on um, what was on he Saturday. like against Brighton? Uh, Anderson. Oh yeah. quite, no, no, he was involved and pretty good. I mean, the thing, the thing about him is he isn't finding consistency at the moment, is he? You can no. see there's a decent player in there. He doesn't track um, back though, does he? he doesn't help uh, out. Well, at all. he has done in, he in has previous done four, games. Hasn't he? he didn't. He yeah. was. He just didn't look at it at all on Saturday. That's funny. The highlights um, on match of the day make him look great. You know, he's sort of a, a lot of our attacking moves. He is involved in those yeah, moves, but yeah. something about him. I mean, and it, yeah. it obviously. Um, Pellegrini was feeling that because he took him off. I mean, yeah. he, you know, well, his, dead, his uh, yeah. dead balls were pretty shocking uh, as well. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. Corners, yeah. Corners. So several I mean, corners in a row, that? That? and a free kick he took at Brighton. Mm. That he took, yeah, he yeah, took yeah, him yeah, off because yeah. he had dead balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because well, you can't run, can you? If you've got that, it's very, no, it's difficult. very difficult. No, it's it's very difficult. It's tough. But he doesn't. He doesn't help out much. I know you, you don't buy a Brazilian for that, but he's better going forward than protecting. Yeah, it's I've been in, in some games though. I've been surprised at his work rate. Actually, I've been surprised how much he does. He does get back, and 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 he did at Brighton, I think. But, I, but I, of the two, Yarmolenko seems to be more of a liability defensively. I would he say. just gives the ball away in midfield far too far too easily. Well, we're not going to see him for a, yeah. <laughs> <he's> gone, <laughs> probably for the rest of the season. Judging breaks. by, I mean, the, it was the last person who had a, a Fobert did his. Um, Achilles didn't need mm. the same injury. He was out for pretty much a year, really, wasn't he? Yeah, over a year. I think. Um, like it's it a really serious yeah. injury. So, yeah. um, you know, it, we have, and we're back where we often are in the middle of an injury crisis. Um, do, do you? I mean, do you think that um, you know the the lack of goals in those last two fixtures? You would have hoped that a kind of team with a hundred million pounds worth of talent could score a goal against Brighton. And similarly, you know, we failed to score against Spurs. Do you, I mean, what do you, do you put that down? Do you have any theories about that? I mean, it sort of seems like, um, you know, the Everton game, those front three worked as a unit and the kind of, uh, the, the, the chatter afterwards was, this is a kind of, this is possibly as good a kind of front three as you'd get in this division, you know, possibly Manchester City aside, yeah. uh, or Chelsea, um, but it seems when we're not playing that well that uh, Arnautovic is a bit isolated, actually, up front. Well, and yeah. A lot of long yeah. balls he's supposed to kind of control with yeah. some part of his upper body well, and bring it down and bring others in. And It played you know, a, quite a substantial amount of the game with, with Zian Garner and, um, and then Antonio 
signing. Yeah, he? So yeah. I'm not sure you would say that that front three is. No, 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 um, no, no, no. Of course not. Um, I, I, they, we were good against Everton, weren't we? It was, I mean, yeah. Everton and Everton were were poor and and de- defended naively. I think really. Um, I mean, do you think that if a, if another if the other team we play is 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 a good team, the problem is maybe that Anderson and Yarmolenko have to function a bit more like wingers to protect our fullbacks and yeah, stuff. Possibly, like that? Uh, possibly. I mean, I I would say in both games we created sufficient chances. Good clear cut yeah, chances yeah. to have won the game and I think it's more worrying isn't it when you don't look like you're going to yeah. score in a month or Sunday I think that's the, that's the, um, the good thing to take out yeah. of both games is that we did have enough chances to, to win both games yeah 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 and and the opposition uh, I think Brighton had a goal disallowed in the second half which was marginal offside um, but again we could have scored two or three anyway mm. so um, I've seen a number of um stretches of performances sort of four or five games in a row where you think god where's the next goal coming from but but you you can see that we feel that we can yeah. sort of score uh, i know leicester's going to be going to be a tough test but then burnley coming up you'd like to think we might might get something out of both games mm. it's interesting uh reading the book reading uh, the new book because um you're sort of reminded i i'm sort of past kerbishly and into zola at the moment uh and uh, I you know I distinctly remember a couple of games uh, under Zola where the Everton game where we got beat one three, we sort of walked away in quite a sort of cheerful mood after that because we played very well in that game mm. you know and mm. similarly you know certainly the kind of social media I saw after the Spurs game at the weekend was sort of very quiet people were kind of just shrugging their shoulders and going oh you win some you lose some. Mm. Actually, we've lost six games in yeah. our first nine. Yeah, yeah. Our situation yeah. is, in theory, we're, we're, quite precarious and quite bad. Yes. But yeah. there isn't yeah. a sort of clamour for, you know, sort of Pellegrini to be summarily fired or anything. And especially after Saturday, especially because it's our rivals and, you know, it could have been a lot of, we were humiliated, we were terrible, we never looked at us scoring in a month of Sundays. But actually people were pretty sort of, you know, kind of sanguine about it and were like, ah, oh, yeah, well. Because it was quite a good performance, wasn't it? yeah. That that was the thing, and we I think Arnautovic had three really good chances, and Larice made some good saves, and I think he made four really decent saves did, across yeah. the game, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. So I think I, I get really annoyed when I just think we haven't got an idea where we're going. You know, when when the midfields have the ball and then they pass it sideways and you think they don't know what they're doing, but that that's not happening at the moment. No, it, no, we, it's we've not. just been a little bit unlucky, I think. So yeah, yeah. I think I think the signs are quite good for the season, really. Yeah, I agree. Again, sort of, yeah, again, reading the book, it's it's sort of interesting um, that on the whole, that 10th place finished on, under Kerbishly drew s- sort of so much kind of disdain from the West Ham fans. But I, I you know, I remember all that. We all remember all of those games and genuinely games that we sort of sneak to one nil win being tedious snooze fests where we had sort of set up in a kind of a way to sort of neutralise the other side rather than, you know, sort of try and score more goals than the other side. And they were genuinely, you know, there were rumblings in quite a relatively successful season uh, and sometimes within games that we actually won. Yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, I mean, uh, this this is, what we're seeing is, is the reason why, you know, uh, Allardyce called us delusional because, uh, the fact of the matter is that you can you can stick getting beaten if you've played well and if you're tr- if you're clearly as a team trying to 
play an enterprising attacking football. And under Pellegrini, as far as on, on, on the evidence that I've seen so far, that's what he's trying to get the team to do. And, uh, you know, I, that, that's as important in many ways than um, just simply putting points on the board. And, yeah, and I'm, I'm, Allardyce would refuse to accept that. Yeah, he couldn't get it at all, could he? So it was, I think it was Hull we beat 1-0, wasn't it? And, and the team got booed off. It was 2-1. 2-1. Two, one, two, one, one, yeah, two, two, Absolutely. It was a... Um, and our winner was a, a deflection. A yeah. deflection. And he just yeah. couldn't understand that at all. No, you know, no. Because, well, because no. we've beaten Hull, which we would kind of expect to do anyway, whereas... Spurs to lose one nil and have a good go—that's that's not too bad, really. No, if absolutely. It, if it wasn't for the fact they were our biggest rivals, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But, the, but you know, it's at least the team played well, and I, that's what I take out of games like that. Yeah, and we were chasing the—you know—we were chasing the equaliser uh, right up until the final whistle. In fact, we looked the team more likely yeah. to, didn't we? And yeah, the other thing nice. I think that's starting to emerge is the sort of is that is what everyone goes on about is like the, the spine of a team is beginning to emerge. Rice is beginning to look really comfortable really good. in that mm-hmm. position in front of the back. Well, the, the, the centre backs we've mentioned, Diop in particular, I think was very good on on Saturday. The goalkeepers looking good. really yeah. solid, um, and and Arnautovic up front. So you know you, you're not far off having the kind of that kind of solid spine that the team needs. And and uh, you know you just got to assume that if we don't keep clocking up the injuries and and they can keep the confidence going. It will click and we'll pick up some points. There's a slight worry that uh, Arnautovic's knee is uh, a bit of a ticking yeah, time bomb, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, isn't it? You yeah. know, it's like when he he sort of went down in one of the home fixtures uh, and sort of got up very gingerly and limped around and then mm. was taken off. And there seemed to be they were saying there's you know some kind of something behind the knee uh, that there's a problem with you know one of those. Ligaments behind the yeah, cruciate, yeah. some, some kind of yeah. tweak, and he got a rest, didn't he, in that cup game, which obviously we won uh, very convincingly. So, that so was I'm just key. laughing because you're like a doctor. It's some there's something behind his knee. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, what yeah. it is. So I think it's a ligament or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Twangy thing. Might be something wrong with it. I think doctors get too wrapped up in what things are actually called. Yeah, technical. I think oh, it's just do. all that sort of technical jargon. Um, Last time I went to see the doctor, he was using Google. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, no, that's, yeah I mean, that's what it's there for. Hmm. That's what it's there for. That's that's your medical school. I think pundits on Twangy Sky would be thing good behind if, they, knee. if they just said, "What what do you think?" Yeah, I think it's the thing behind his knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of saying something like Achilles for the heel, you know, just one team clearly had more of the kicky round thing, but they have to <laughs> kick around, you know, that thing. Hmm. Yeah, we didn't get it in the netty thing. That no, was no, just it. exactly. Uh, we'll be back with more uh, jargon busting after this message. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrokes. Can I say I've 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 come I I really hate Brighton. Can I can I put that in? I've oh, come to what, I, the I, town yeah. or the team? Uh, uh, not the town. I love t- it's a yes, lovely town. Lovely it's a fantastic team. town. The team. Um, not so much the team as such. They're a kind of plucky bunch of kind of yep. you know uh, uh, just the the whole experience of going there mm-hmm. and and the standing it's in that right. very queue Josh. and and all the kind face. of. Um, they're a bit muggy though. Their fans are getting, yep. beginning to annoy me. Oh, yeah. They're taking like off. Reading fans. Kind of yes. It's those blue oh. stripes. Those yeah. those hoops have become yeah. horizontal. It's I'm they're merging with they're Reading. The new in Reading. My, in they're my the new I don't think you really I, hate. I, really I think you're just slightly them. annoyed by them. From no, what you I, it's building. It's building. I hear they're linked with uh, Jimmy Kebbe. Having said that, in the actually, decent pint of Harvey's on hand pump 
and and a really nice pie. The, the catering's very good there, in the stadium. So, yes, yeah, they, they pride themselves yes. on being very welcoming for yes. away fans and ordering beer from oh, whatever yeah, yeah. area local, you're from. Local beers, yeah. Well, they have no. Harvey's because it's Lewis. It's, yeah. it's well, I mean, I like Bristol Cream as much as anyone. Yeah. So yeah. That's yeah. ideal. Yes, I mean, a likes it. a warming glass of He's on the mead. Can't believe he's on the mead. I think. Oh no, a lovely a pint of Harvey's Bristol Cream before a game is is a wonderful. Uh, uh, just uh, stiffener before, yeah. especially on a cold what you day. Need. Yeah, and it yeah, takes off, need. takes away any mild annoyance you might have with Brighton. <laughs> it does, friends. yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah a, yes. a pint of Harvest Bristol Cream with a port chaser. That's yeah. that's that's what I, that's what I, um, yeah, I have but, when I get up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> there was some concern, wasn't there, on 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 your social media mm-hmm. about um, the, the 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 kind of homophobic chanting that, right, that has right. been and um did you behave yourself <laughs> i did behave really myself of course out, um i uh th- th- there were bits of it but I, from where where i was it there, there wasn't much of it that so good um in the stadium um little pockets of stuff around and about outside. Yeah. But, um, well, I think you're not going to, you know... I don't think it was... I don't, you know, I don't think it's acceptable, but uh, equally, I, 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 in a reassuring way, I didn't feel it wasn't it too much quite as bad yeah. as some people seem to think in some sections where they were. So now Yarmo is injured. Yep. Yarmo is injured. Looks like to be out for kind of six months, which is the same shame because he, he uh, when he sort of broke into the team... Uh, and started playing the whole game uh, at Everton. We saw as much the kind of triangle in midfield and bringing bringing Rice into a sort of triangle with um, uh, Noble and Obiang. Uh, we saw that as a big sort of change, and I think the bringing of Rice into the team definitely was. Uh, but also Yarmolenko up front. I mean, he scored two in the Everton game, and uh, I like him. Uh, but we may as well forget about him yeah, for yeah. half a year. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I didn't think the substitutions uh, strengthened us at all on Well, Saturday. it's an indication that even with the 100 million investment, the, yeah. the, the squad is still... It's thin, isn't it? Yeah, not quite. You know, you've obviously got one or two, one or two other injuries at the moment. Lanzini, Wilshere would, yeah. would potentially be stronger in I think the we've, field, uh, I think we've said before on this podcast that, that the squad is, yeah, already it's a thin, it's a, it feels like a thin squad. The kind yeah. of 11 players that we've settled on almost pick themselves now. Um, Carol on the verge of a, a return mm. for a couple of weeks. What sort of form or, must he be in? He just, you know. I mean, I, I was trying to think on the way here that that the period he was out after which he came back. How long was that period when he had his kind of ballet dancers oh, yeah. sort of? You know, plantar um, fascia yeah. injury because yeah. he was out for a long time with that, wasn't he? I, yeah. I mean, he was out for the first half of last season, wasn't he? It and must then have he came been. back again. Must have been. He scored West those late Brom, goals. Yeah. He scored yeah. two against Turn West Brom, year, and he scored a late yeah. goal against Stoke, didn't he? That were quite yeah. important, actually, in the context were, yeah, of the, yeah, yeah. the whole season. But I mean, that because it's quite often missing at the beginning of the se- beginnings of seasons. That means yeah. he's been out the summer as well. They're they're effectively incredibly long times out of yeah. the game, aren't they? Yeah. And uh, um, you know, I just go, can he remember how to play? I mean, we were literally making jokes about. You know, when's the last time he actually sort of kicked a football in 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 anger? And, yeah, uh, It'd be a long time ago. I wonder what it'd be like with Arnautovic. Would that work, or is that? Do they have to? Can they play I together? Think, I think it? you know, it's one obvious option in terms of keeping the shape would be to to put him up front and have Arn, Arnautovic sort of playing where Yarmolenko or swap, swap Anderson to the 
to the right and, and have mm. Arnautovic playing on the left. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But, but I mean, yeah, I, I but think... Uh, Carroll's not going to be able to sustain a, 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 you know, a series of starting... You know, he's going to have to come off the bench, right. isn't he? But he, yeah, so even when he's fit, he's going to be the, the player yeah. that comes on after an hour, That's isn't what he, you want. Chasing the yeah. goal. Mm. Whereas before, mm. he always used to be, if he was fit, he was in. Now yeah. he, he won't be now, will he? Um, a bigger issue is whether, is whether Perez can step up because he's going to have to play a bit of a role now, isn't he? <sighs> And he hasn't really so looked at it, at it at all, yeah. has he? Yeah. Um, I mean, the the natural sort of replacements for one of those front three sort of being injured were uh, Snodgrass and Antonio. Mm. Um, Snodgrass was replacing Obiang at the weekend, and that seemed okay. You know, it's sort of uh, uh, the, the the more advanced player in a kind of midfield three alongside Noble with Rice behind you, you sort of thought, yeah, that's he can he can do that, I think. So being dropped. Must have been injured because no, he wasn't even on the bench. Up a knot, but I think yeah, he's he a, I think it's a minor one. Mm. I kept thinking when Pellegrini first came and he kept picking Snodgrass. I kept mm. thinking, I wonder if he, has he made a mistake? Does he think it's somebody different? <laughs> yeah. But actually he's doing quite well, isn't yeah. he? Yes, he's really yeah. well this season. Yeah. And and you know, one thing you can't fault him for at all is is kind of application and yeah, it's good attitude and commitment. Yeah. And and he's well, decent with he's, he's decent back. with a dead ball. I mean, you know, he should be taking all the corners on the evidence. Very good corners. The fact that he's come back from a loan spell at another club and taken all that criticism from um, yeah, Brady like and him. Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, my kids begged. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it? Was begged it me not to buy him. Sullivan said, and has still shown that kind of application. I think says speaks volumes of him. I, I always, I, I do still like it, and 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 you know, notice it when players come and applaud fans at the mm. end of the game instead of just fucking off straight down the tunnel, which a lot of them do these days, mm-hmm. particularly at home. Um, uh, and he's always. One to come and applaud the fans. Yeah, and I, he's a big, I, you, know, um, like you know, he's a big talker. Mm. He he like uh, he gees the rest of the team up when he comes on. He seems to sort of take kind of responsibility in in that respect for uh, for trying to get everyone, you know, reading off the same, you know. Yeah, um, I, think I think he's old school, isn't he? He's old yeah, school. Yeah, Pellegrini he's spent a lot of time a, in the championship. He's a good and, professional. And, 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 so he's, it. and he's super fit, isn't mm. he? He never stops running. Yeah, he's not very quick. Though. No, he's not very quick. He, uh, but <laughs> he never stops running, but no. uh, oh, for yeah. a lot of people that would be yeah. walking. We've got quite a few that aren't very quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got Antonio, who's really quick, but you don't quite know where he's going. No, I, I, you know, there was a... He's pretty fast. There was a conversation on Facebook that said that he sort of did really well when he came on and I was almost tempted to take issue with that. I thought he did. I mean, he, you okay. know, he occupied a position when he came on, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't really think we'd kind of unleashed something on Spurs that, you know, we'd, we'd unleashed a can of whoop ass on him when he came on. He didn't really, I mean, he just, you know, did what he does. And, and, uh, he didn't really, I, I, I wonder what the, you know, with Yarmolenko out, I wonder what your sort of front three is, assuming that kind of uh, Obiang might just go back into that midfield three. Do you think Obiang's better than Snodgrass in that in that sort of midfield three? In that role, yes, I, I think, think so. so. Yeah. But I think I think we could easily see Snodgrass playing as one of the as one of the wide front, yeah, three. The front three. One of the front three. There's always a tendency um, if someone's got an exotic name to think they're better than someone called Snodgrass. Yes. Snodgrass is quite exotic. I, I, my suspicion is that Antonio will start in place of Yarmolenko next game. I don't think it will bring Dean Garner as a, as a starter. 
No, but, no, but he he's seems the, to yes. be a find. Well, he's the other he doesn't, he doesn't look out of his place, and he probably will start yeah. in the cup game. Um, yeah. and hopefully he can he can build in confidence because he's got all the he's got all the equipment, isn't he? He's quick. He's yeah. quick. He's, he's he's good on the ball. He's got his own he boots. Looks, he's got his own <laughs> boots. Mm. Uh, uh, shin pads the lot. He's very, yeah. very he's very well. <laughs> they don't need to yeah, get yeah. him anything. He's, no, he's, no, he's, he's very got self sufficient. His haircut as well. Yeah. He's quite got quite a coach uh, for away game away games. He's got his own coach, and that's. You know that's going to save Salomon and Gold some money if they've got their own equipment. If they've got if they've got all the equipment, you know. I think that that's something that the director of football looks at when they're signing a player. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. they do the the beep test on them, see how fit they are. See what equipment will you bring? Mm -hmm. I've got my own goalposts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, No, it's very important. Well, it shows that shows that they could have know where the goal is. Yeah, it's in the back of my van. Yeah, that is useful, isn't it? When they know where the goal is. Uh, you know, when I was a keen scuba diver, uh, I had my own tanks. Uh, I had to baggage allowance was incredibly because they were like you know, <laughs> like about ten stone each. Uh, I had to pay a huge amount. To, no one else was taking their own tanks, but I, I would take my own tanks on the plane. Fishermen would be useful in the team, wouldn't they? Because they'd have their own tackle. That'd be very useful. Oh, so something to yeah. think about. Yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah. That's a pun, Jim. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I always think with a pun, you don't want to do it in the first half, but in the second half when people are flagging a bit, (laughs) a pun can lift a pun. Pun off the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The whistleblowers are telling me that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They they always have a pun. Do they? It's like like bringing on an Antonio with 10 minutes to go. Yeah, yeah. Just gives everyone, you know, a bit of a rest. To pass it just straight to James Tompkins and give it to the goalkeeper and get a goal scored against us. That's what happened last season when we brought Antonio on, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yes, I mean, I, sp- I suppose Antonio uh, or Snodgrass, that they are, they would be our natural pe- sort of players to step up if one of the front three was injured. So it will be probably one of them. And you think maybe Jim Antonio might be the guy. Mm. He lacks guile, doesn't he? We've um, sort of talked about this before. Oh, yes. And I think... I think yeah. um, uh, what was interesting about when Yarmolenko and uh, Arnautovic first pl- sort of played a, for any stretch together up at Everton, it was like a kind of festival of back heels, wasn't it? They almost, if they could have kicked off with a back heel, they would have done that. If they if they had had a penalty, they would have tried to back heel it into the net. It was a flicks. It was a kind of flicksopolis, wasn't it? Yes, it, was a, yeah. it was a massive flick fest, um, and it was quite good. Sort of trying to see players, you know, trying that stuff to to try and unlock the defence. You know, um, Antonio doesn't have any. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, he's good in a straight line, and if he's running very fast, you know, over the top. Yeah, yeah. But it's just sometimes the ball seems to bounce off him because he's going so fast and he's so strong and muscly. Yeah, that yeah. He, you know, the the people that do all the little flicks, they're not muscly guys, are they? They're very... They're compact Lanzini types. That's um, Yeah, so... Live. I mean, it would be good to have some kind of version of what Andy Carroll used to be on the bench. I think a sort of, you know, to to really sort of be able to kind of switch tactics with 10 minutes to go if you're sort of chasing the game or something and go for um, knockdowns well, from him. It, you because said it would have been handy in, in the second half, particularly against Brighton, because they, you know, their centre-halves are very strong and, and, and to have someone who would un, unsettle them a bit. And, mm, and mm. you know, feel they were in more of a game that would have been handy, I think. 
And I wonder when Lanzini's due back because, uh, you know, Lanzini at his best would just walk into the team and be sort of one of those front three, I guess, you know, possibly instead of sort of the young Well, Lincoln, or might maybe. play, might play, you know... In, in, in that uh, diamond. Uh, yeah. In that the, sort of Sort of at the front of, front of the midfield. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, uh, we do, what we don't have now is the, the good defenders that come up for the corners, like when we used to have Collins and Tompkins, and they Tompkins was always great. Everyone says, well, why didn't Collins get a new contract? And now I think that the, the new guys are doing really well, so we don't get so much of that. But yeah. Tompkins, the one I think was an outrage to let go, he, he's always popping up, I see him, for Palace. Balboena yeah. seems to get to the ball quite a lot, doesn't he? But his yeah. sense of direction isn't the best. So maybe mm. if... If one goes in, he'll... Yeah. Uh, well, Ogbon is pretty in, good at, at getting his yeah. yes. on yeah, set yeah. pieces, isn't yeah. he? Um, uh, Diop, yeah. though, there was a sort of ball in, was a corner that he um, stretched out a kind of long leg for and nearly got in. I think that was a corner or a cross. Right. You know, was that Everton or something? I can't remember, mm, you know. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and he hit the bar against Wimbledon in that in that cup game. Yeah, set piece. Um, I, yeah, I mean he's big enough. I mean he's a tall lad, so yeah, you yeah. should hope that he'd get on the end of the odd ball. So um, uh, Lanzini coming back is something that we're you know definitely uh, very hopeful of. Though as as we've seen before, it takes him a long time yeah. to sort of uh, get back uh, to sort of full match fitness. Um, you know. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, talk a little bit about um, let's talk a bit about the book, Rob. Um, so the longest period you covered, in a way, must have been sort of in the first book because it starts from the time you started yeah. watching West Ham up to the time you wrote that book. But this covers fifteen years. Would you say it's the? Would you say it's the? It feels like possibly the most traumatic period it's, in West Ham's kind of history is this last 15 yeah, years, starting with relegation in 2003. It's funny because the first book covers the 20-year period, but the first 10 years of that yeah, you is yeah, my, yeah. my yeah. early youth and not, not sort of going to a lot of games no, and no. not really having that much of an opinion on, on what's going on. And then suddenly when I was started writing this book, I thought, fucking hell, I've got a lot to cover here. Yeah. Um, yes, it, well, yeah, it is the most traumatic period uh, that I've experienced, and I think a lot of that is just down to the the media circus and the fact that yeah. we're under the microscope and we've got a board that can't keep their trap shut and are constantly feeding stories to the media that make us look stupid. Funnily enough, though, in my in in you know, I'm, as I say, I'm up to sort of uh, Zola period at the moment and there's a lot of kind of quiet cheerful 10th place finishes in yeah. it ninth place under but party even up yeah to, there's even actually quite a lot of good football in it um you know 10th under Kirbishly, then ninth under zola is two that are actually good seasons one after the other top 10 finishes well, it, but they're but, sort of somehow consigned by history to be sort of seen as disasters. Yeah. I remember I, I did a I, wrote, I had to write a piece for the Sabotage Times, and it was when Watford were going to sign Zola, and um, so I said, you know, he, he he had some of his best players sort of sold from under him, but but we we finished, you know. Well, actually, I don't think I said, I don't think I mentioned the ninth place finish, but. Um, you know, I said we played some good football under him. He bought sort of Collison, sort of probably came through under Kirbishly, but but he played quite a bit under uh, Zola. We had some good players, and people, you know, in the comments section were just no, he was shit. What are you on? Are you mad? He was shit. He was shit. And then I sort of went, 
hang on, we, uh, we finished ninth under him. Mm. He only played for, we only, he was only our manager for like two seasons, and one of them we finished ninth. So, and you know, played some good stuff. Yeah, and played some good stuff. Yeah, uh, so, but somehow history is consigned to him. Forget, yeah, that, that, that season we finished ninth, we were going through that period where the reason Kirbishley left was because he was having players sold from under him. Yes, it's funny, um, George yeah. McCartney, Anton Ferdinand, yeah, yeah. Freddie Lundberg all went without his consent. He'd had enough, he went off. Zola came in and all the signings, all the people that came in were loans and, yeah. and freebies yeah. and he managed to hold it together for the rest of that season and we, we actually played some, like you say, played some good, good football, football, finished ninth. But the following season, that summer transfer window, again, you know, I mean... That was poor. Jimenez from yeah, Chile, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. instantly forgettable. Yeah, Franco was all right, wasn't he? He came in and yeah, but he wasn't. Was no world yeah, beater. We quite liked him, but yeah, yeah, no, no and um, and and he, yeah. he with the, the tools at his disposal, it was no surprise. I think Diamante was probably the pick mm. of the players mm. that came mm. in at that at mm. that time. Slightly lost um, faith in him, didn't he? he kind of uh, he sort of. He tended to drift in and out. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, and I think I think they... with a free kick, wasn't he? Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, it was no surprise that we ended up finishing seventeenth uh, with and staying up on. We could have stayed up on thirty-one points that season. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Um, um, you know, it fell apart really quickly. What, what was what was bound to happen the following season? Mm-hmm. Whoever was in charge, given the the resources available was that we were going to go down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the 05, 06 season in that, in the, you know, in, in the period cover of the book was, mm. was fantastic. Best series in living, almost in living memory. I mm. mean, about mm. going back to 85, 86, probably. Yeah. Yeah. The next, um, the next good just, one was the 15, just, you know, 16 season. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, that was the kind of, yeah. that was the next season where if we conceded, you thought doesn't matter. We'll yeah. score. We'll yeah. score. Yeah. yeah. You know. And I have very, uh, in spite of Aldous, uh, I have very fond memories for the, you know, the cha- championship season where we won thirteen or fourteen away mm-hmm. games. Yeah, fourteen away. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I have slightly different memories of that because I didn't do too many away games that season, and all I remember is um, a fairly negative attitude at home and a, and a, and a yeah. lot of draws. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, on the road was the place to be. Yeah, the road was, yeah, it was, yeah. It was in 13. Was amazing. 13 yeah. wins? 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. It was a club yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, some particularly memorable trips, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, it was extraordinary. I mean, 23 yeah. away fixtures. And a lot of them were, 14, well, a lot yeah, of them were sort of like 4 0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. We were really. Watford, Blackpool. Smacking teams. Barnsley. Barnsley. Yeah, yeah. we went to that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was, uh, it was good. But it is, a, it is a traumatic period, that whole thing, isn't it? I mean, it's sort of. It's, it's, it almost. You know, the, the, the relegation in the sort of the, the Barry Green book sort of covers was, was kind of. There was a lot of selling Rio to buy the enormous stand, mm. wasn't it? It was a kind of slight sort of um, cash flow problem. <laughs> Kind of but there was no way we should have gone down with that squad. Absolutely no. No, no well, when you when you go through, as you occasionally are doing conversations with sort of fans of other clubs and whatever, when you when you remind them of the list of players that we had, yeah. as you know, as the millennium turned and were coming into the team and the youth teams were doing so well, um, it is it, it's it's been a criminal yeah, yeah. <laughs> waste of of resources in that sense, hasn't it? I mean. You know, I'm convinced uh, the only reason we went down that season was because of Di Canio falling out with Rhoda, uh, and if if he'd been available for a few more games, yeah, it wouldn't have taken much 
we only need well a couple of times he didn't pick him well it was freakish the 42 point thing I yeah. mean, you know yeah. that that in itself yeah. was was bizarre wasn't it to, to you know no teams have been even close to going down not in a that not in a 20 league team no, no, uh, no. 20 team league 20 even. team league so it's Leicester at the weekend Leicester at the weekend uh, what do we think about that um I think it's going to be another tight game yeah they're, um, they're worrying they aren't are, they? I mean, they they're, are you know, they're, you know they're coming off the back of they got beaten quite comfortably by our Arsenal. They were um, in it though, weren't they? For yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. They're a de- they're, you know, they can hurt you. Good they? Yeah, they're they're good size. This Madison fellow looks good in midfield, doesn't he? Um, yeah, I think it'll be a tight game. Again, could go either way. Hopefully this time it'll go our way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what did we do under Moyes? We drew with them away, didn't we, last we season? No, we beat, we beat them. We oh, beat yeah, them 2-0. That noble Superb volley. We drew with them 1-0 at home, didn't we? That was um, sort of part Joe of... Mario scored... How does that yeah. work? Drawing one nil. Sorry, one all. We drew one all. We beat them two. That was away. quite. Yeah, yeah. That was an interesting game. The the the, the night game at, at the at the, that was um, the one with Friday the fans, night, wasn't it? Yeah, fans took things into their own. Yeah, it got and, it uh, suddenly got noisy and and was you know. Yeah, yeah. A good atmosphere. Yeah. Well, it was when uh, this yeah, moist sort of began to turn the corner. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. yeah, and they were on. They had their flip flops on when we went up there, didn't they? And beat them two 0 last season. They, they yes. weren't. Really. Although I've spoken to some Leicester fans who have said they've given up their season tickets and they're not going back until Pure goes because they they really they're can't stand the. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but um, they're 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 certainly a tough proposition. I think. Yeah. I'd be very happy with a draw. Predictions? One all. I'm going to have one my, all. I'm going to have the traditional Rob. one all. Mm, can't see it being nil nil, but I think it'll be a draw. So I'll go for two all. Two all. Jim? One all. Can't have one all. Can't Jim's have had one all. You're not allowed to have one all. Jim's had one all. How does that work? When's when the cup? It's always been the rules. No, it's so always as long been the rules. As, we've been, as long as we've been doing, as long as we've been doing, it's always oh, been the rules. Yeah. That's why I always go one one. Everyone goes one one. That's why I go one one. Nil nil. Nil nil. One one. Two two. Five five. Right, okay. Five. So this feels like I a lot of pressure. Okay. Uh Leicester one, West Ham four. <laughs> okay. Leicester one, West Ham four. If you're not going to take it seriously then don't don't play. <laughs> well, <laughs> well now. Now we're gonna go into the list of <laughs> Now what there has been one this season, wasn't there? Wasn't there one I did not did I predict the one three at uh, Everton. Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, did. so I predicted that. I did predict the win though at Everton as you well. You predicted a win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I predicted yeah. the score, Jim. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we just we just oh, went over that. All right. Okay. Just been over. Mm-hmm. I predicted the score of the game. Mm-hmm. So uh, I predict uh, West Ham one, uh, Leicester. Uh, so Le- <laughs> Leicester one, West Ham four. Mm. Um, You're so confident about it. I f- I've you forgotten. Can't remember which way around it is. Yeah. That's the only um, thing. So. Uh, I command you, I command you to buy a copy of An Irrational Hatred of Everything, uh, Rob Banks' new book about West Ham. Wonderful, wonderful walk down memory lanes. Thick tome, 400 pages, because there's 15 years of yeah. bloody yeah. matches to talk about. No, it's very good. I've read it. Very good. It's Jim, you have very, a poem in it? Can I just say, uh, I shall be at the White, uh, the White Posts at Hackney Wick before the Burnley game. Uh, yes. Unofficial launch. Anyone who would care to come down and... We'll edit, that out. we'll edit that out later. I'm at the supporters club before the Tottenham Cup tie. There you go. So that's where you can pick up signed copies of an irrational hatred of everything. And I, com- I urge you, command you, 
Nay. We don't need to do predictions for the cup tie, do we? We're going to no. have a bit one before then, do we? Okay. And also no. Robert signing my copy uh, straight away after this podcast. Yeah, there will be a live broadcast of that available yeah. on and, uh, available and you stream. Can get that on eBay from tomorrow. Right, right. <laughs> so, if your name's if, Jeremy. If, if you want yeah. a signed <laughs> copy of An Irrational Hatred of Everything signed by Rob Banks, then signed again by Jeremy Nicholas, <laughs> yeah. uh, just go to eBay at eBay.com. Um, uh, the one could be less than the publisher's price <laughs> for that book because it's, it's an auction, isn't it? It's an auction. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it an is. auction site. Yeah, I, one thing I found very upsetting was when I fa- found my book on eBay and it was hardly anything. Right, right. the signed ones were, were even less than the unsigned than ones. The, that's, yeah, yeah. that's that's you know you're Alan Partridge when that's happened. There are still copies of uh, <laughs> Mr. Moon Has Left the Stadium on eBay for you to buy. I urge you to buy it. It's a very good book. Mm. Very good book. I've read it. I've yeah. read it. Jim, All this read it? four boxes yes, in I have my garage. Or the contents of uh, Jeremy Nicholas's garage are available on eBay. <laughs> uh, just go to ebay.com. Uh, and uh, oh, that's it. Uh, my name's Phil Whelans. With me have been Jim Grant. Cheerio. Rob Banks. Good night. Jeremy Nicholas. Bye-bye. Come on, you irons. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Sports Social Podcast Network.